Easy Does It, a podcast by Easy Equity. The big one, I think it was 65% of investors at the time said, please add residential property. As a you know, 47-year-old white male who comes from a privileged background, I didn't really get it and because I've always had access to property. But when I looked through the lens of our investors, 29 and 31-year-old South Africans, it became obvious, you know, they don't live and work in the same places. They're aspirational about where they're going to own assets and therefore where they're going to own property. And so taking that insight from our customers, myself and Elmira Oerstazen sat down and said, listen, we can do this. We can crowdfund for property. We can create a platform that democratizes access to all things investing in terms of property and essentially give people all of the benefits of property ownership without the hassle. Welcome to Easy Does It, a podcast by Easy Equities, where we simplify money and investing. No jargon, no complications, your cool guide to investing. Thank you for tuning in and lending us your ears on the Easy Does It podcast, your cool guide to investing. My name is DJ At Large. <laughs> and on this episode, we'll be hanging out with our CEO, Charles Savage, and rewinding back to the biggest news and wins inside Easy Equities over the last month. From new asset classes, celebrating a birthday, hitting the 1 million mark, to things that you should be looking forward to. If you missed all the news, sit back, relax, as we rewind with Charles Savage, the CEO of Purple Group and Easy Equities. Charles, before we get into all these great news i have a random money question for you if you could if your money could speak right what would you think it would say about you slow down (laughs) are you doing too much at the moment yeah i mean i think you know for every you know good idea i have i have about nine bad ideas and i'm always looking to initiate the next idea so i think if my money had a chance it would say hey just slow down let's just stay with the one good idea for now and, and enjoy me a little bit, you know, when, 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 when COVID is done, take me somewhere. Exactly. Just let me rest. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. So obviously, Charles, over the last couple of, of weeks and months, there's been so much that's been happening inside Easy Equities. Amazing things. Um, I know recently we hit the 1 million mark in terms of registrations. Um, tell us what's going on. Who are these, these individuals? Where are they from? When did we hit 1 million? What an achievement. Yo, man, I, you know, it's it feels so surreal six and a half years later and we hit a million investors. And, you know, when you build businesses like this, you dream about those kind of numbers. And now that we're here, the dream is just a very, very real reality. So, uh, yeah, big shout out to everyone that's helped us get there, which really is our community. Uh, and when I talk about community, our customers, our staff, our shareholders, our partners, everyone has played a massive role in getting there. But who are they? They're everyday South Africans. They are exactly a reflection of the fabric of South Africa. On average, they're 31 years old. They're black South Africans, 59% male, 41% female, which is just an incredible uh, stat. Um, and they're, they're taking up in 95% of them, taking up investing for the first time. And you know, in, that, in those numbers, which are just numbers, there's, there's a beautiful fabric and a beautiful storyline because you know, let's just rewind six and a half years ago. What did it look like when we started? And, you know, and it started in our first year, we only had 10,000 customers. Average age was 35. So we've got younger uh, over the last six years. 
Um, 85% were men and only 15% were female. So the gender balance is starting to get to where it should be, which is 50-50. And women are rocking investing for themselves now. So, yeah, we've come a long way and we are radically changing the fabric of investing to reflect South Africa. And that gives me goosebumps. Every time I say it out loud, I get goosebumps. Um, we dreamt of doing this stuff and here we are, one million investors. You know, so as per normal, we, we're not in studio because of, you know, COVID-19 and the current regulations. So we're doing it online and I'm, and I'm so happy that we could see each other. And I bring that up because as I mentioned the number one million, you smiled. You know, what message do you have to these one million individuals who want to start taking ownership of their wealth? They want to start this journey. I mean, what message do you have to them? Because they are saying, thank you for the platform. We want to own something what what is your message to them as as, as our ceo and, and our leader look i mean the first thing is to say thank you to them for for trusting in us um and you know the the big thing is this is just the start uh for all of us you know for us as a business but us as a community of investors this is still day one um you know it it might not feel like that six and a half years later but investing is a long-term journey and we're in this together and we're building a long-term business um, and the exponential outcomes that we're going to create together are a long way in our future uh, and so this is really just day one you know if you feel like you don't know enough you're not doing enough um, or you you need to understand more whatever it might be don't stress it man you're you're still at day one we've got We've got 30 years ahead of us and it's going to be an extraordinary journey. Big thank you for just for just starting. That's the first step. Once you've started, the journey can start too. And uh, yeah, thanks for joining. Absolutely love that. And of course, I mean, to the new investors, we've got the podcast where they can learn so much about investing. We've got the resource portal. So there's always ways for you to sort of, you know, become financially savvy and learn about all the investing and, and, and what you're not. Um, Charles, I know we recently celebrated a birthday at Easy. I don't know why I wasn't given a, a piece of cake. <laughs> birthday is it because yeah. maybe i've got a big stomach i don't know what was the reason <laughs> so whose birthday maybe. was it and, and what's going on why are we celebrating it's uh, it's easy properties birthday one year old um and i love birthdays uh, it's actually my son's birthday today so oh. happy 20 23rd birthday to tristan he's a big part of our easy storyline he was one of the people that really pushed me to do this and was one of the foundation ideas so happy birthday to him too but to easy properties let's you know it's only one year old but let's reflect on on, on being one year old uh, firstly easy properties was born out of our customer base and what I mean by that is it was about three years ago we sent a survey to investors saying hey what's missing from the platform what do you need uh, what asset class do you need and we were expecting different answers. Our number one expectation was crypto and you must add Bitcoin and Ethereum and all those kind of things. And we did that anyway through EC10. But the big one, I think it was 65% of investors at the time said, please add residential property. As a you know 47 year old white male uh, who comes from a privileged background, I didn't really get it. And because I've always had access to property. But when I looked at it through the lens of our investors, 29 and 31-year-old South Africans, it was it became obvious. You know, they don't live and work in the same places. They're aspirational about where they're going to own assets and therefore where they're going to own property. And so, taking that insight from our customers, myself and Elmira uh, Oerstezen sat down and said, "Listen, we can do this. We can crowdfund for property. We can 
create a platform that democratizes access to all things investing in terms of property and essentially give people all of the benefits of property ownership without the hassle. And we sort of parked the idea and said, look, we'll get to it. And then fortunately, our partners in narrative walked through the door and they came to us and said, listen, we've got this idea around a property platform. And we stopped them and said, listen, we're very interested in listening to your ideas, but listen to ours first. And they just fell in love with the concept and the idea and they partnered us and we created Easy Properties. And so one year into that journey after launch, you know, what have we done? 30,000 uh, South Africans have gone on to own property, um, large scale residential property in high value areas and low value areas and things that have got a yield player and a capital player and combinations of those two. Uh, on average, they're investing like 1,500 Rand uh, per property that they invest in, so about 5,000 Rand uh, per individual. And they're building a diversified portfolio of property assets where the risk of owning property is being radically eliminated and the complexity and ease of owning property is just going to blow the market away or is blowing the market away. On its first birthday, it's just breached the 100 million mark in terms of property assets raised. I can't remember how many properties it's successfully raised now, but it's six or seven. Out of the ones that we tried to raise, the community only rejected one. So the strike rate on raising properties is like 95%, which is also uh, amazing. And that business, you know, if we compare it on its first birthday, it's an overachiever when we compare it to Easy Equities. You know, Easy Equities had 10,000 customers at the end of year one. This business has got 30,000. So, you know, people who want to, who don't believe that Easy Properties is going to be as big and uh, as disruptive, as easy equities has been in the share in the share investment space, uh, they should take note because thirty thousand investors and a hundred million raised is a pretty significant year. And personally, I think we got fifty percent right, and so we've got so much room for improvement. You know, that's the beautiful thing about birthdays is you you get to pause and look back and reflect on the successes, but also and more importantly reflect on the insights and the failures that are coming from your community. And I know Rupert, who's the CEO, you and I hosted him on the show, or you hosted us on the show. And that's what he's doing, reflecting on that first birthday and saying, what did we get wrong? And how do we make this business double uh, in the next year? And that's really exciting. So, you know, happy birthday, Easy Properties. Very lucky to have them in the Easy Group. Absolutely. And I don't know, there's just something about, about owning property, something that you can see that you can even potentially even stay in through the Easy Properties platform. There's just something about ownership and physically seeing something. And it's just been a great, great, great journey in terms of, of Easy Properties. Yeah, you know, just just think, of, just stop you there. Sorry to interrupt, but you know me. You know, the words you use there, there's something about ownership. Uh, and there's a there's a fabulous quote which Easy Equities was built on, uh, which is that in the history of the world, no one ever washed a rented car. And at the center of that statement is the belief that ownership changes everything. And at the center of everything that we're going to do is to ensure that we democratize these ownership structures and disintermediate the institution so that retail can access the asset classes that they want to own and in doing that 20 30 years 40 years from now people are going to reflect on what was the catalyst that changed south africa's behavior and i'm telling you now that people are going to reflect and say it was ownership it was the fact that they were included in the ownership structures of the country that created that positive change and so it's such a, it's so cool for us to play a very small part in 
democratizing this owner, these ownership structures. Yeah, and you look at the numbers and you realize it's a huge community of, of people that own that own everything, which is really beautiful to see. You know, there's something you mentioned, Charles, that, that is very interesting. You know, I've, I've been investing with Easy Equities for, God, a really, really long time. And the one thing that I think has been like a little secret ingredient that you guys have is you're very customer-centric. So when the people say we want something, most of the time we, we get it if it makes sense you know we wanted property and we, we've gotten that we wanted retirement annuities we've gotten that and now there's a new instrument on the easy equities platform in the way of unit trusts how did this come about and and from a business point of view why did we decide to go in this direction as well yeah i mean it's a really good question because in my view unit trusts represent the past in terms of structures ownership structures but you know fundamentally that provide access to asset managers, the best in class asset managers in the country. So that's a one big motivation is, you know, we want to bring our, the asset managers closer to the retail investors and by putting unit trusts on the platform, we do that. The second thing is to recognize that if you like the old money, um, and I don't mean that disrespectfully in terms of age or whatever, but just as an analogy, the old money owns unit trusts. And what we want to do is marry the old money with the new money. We want to create communities that bring these two groups together so that they can share ideas and collaborate and enjoy the benefits of our platform experience. So low cost, easy use. And so we, we, Unitrust is a representation of, I guess, uh, bringing the old money to the new money and giving the benefits of easy equities to everyone so that they can all enjoy low cost, easy, transparent access uh, to their assets. And the old money custodians, the unit trust managers, the island grays, the coronations, the investex, the old mutuals, the sunlumps, these are some of the best asset managers in the world. And for now, they believe that the best way to manage money is still unit trusts. I differ on that. I think that there are better structures to manage and own money. But let's marry them. Let's create a partnership and a relationship. And then let's work together towards what the new structures might look like. Uh, and for me, the new structures will look more like active ETFs rather than unit trust structures, so listed instruments. But we're some way to go. So, you know, unit trust represents that access to the best asset managers in the country for all and allowing all of our customers to bring their assets onto our platform so that they've got a single site of everything that they own in one easy and affordable place. And, and I think also, Charles, it's just the importance of allowing the ordinary South African to choose their way to build wealth. And if they believe unit trusts should be part of their financial plan, then at least you have that option. You've got the option of, of easy properties. You've got the option of the ETF. So I think, you know, giving us the power to sort of decide what kind of journey do we want to take our money on. And, and Charles, for those that are interested in this, you know, this old money and marrying the new money, I mean, what, what are some of these types of uh, unit trusts that people can invest? On, on the platform look it's all your big name managers so you know and you know typically they're balanced funds their equity funds their local uh, funds their offshore funds so you've got a you know got a good mix of everything so what we've done to make it easier is there are no minimum so traditionally a lot of these unit trust platforms impose minimums on so you have to invest 500 rand or 250 whatever it is so there are no minimums uh, and then we've also limited choice because in the unit trust world there is too much choice. I think there are 1,200 managers. And you know the problem with 1,200 managers is what do you choose? So we're going to try and keep it under 100, 150 uh, managers. Charles, you know, the one interesting thing about you is you're very active on Twitter in particular. And it's very rare to get a CEO 
um, that is very active with their investors and engages and takes feedback and asks all the real and, and important questions to investors. And I sort of wonder, uh, why why do you decide to be to engage the community so much on, on social media, particularly Twitter? And this is on the backdrop of Easy Equities now getting verified, which is really, really cool. So in terms of social media, um, your use of it, uh, the use that, that, that Easy Equities uses, what, what are your thoughts on social media? Yeah, look, personally, I, it allows me to feel the pulse of our customers. Um, so that's the, the first and foremost reason is why I'm there. You know, if, you, if something's going wrong in your business, the first place you're going to hear about it is on social media these days. It's, you know, so that's, uh, I want to be at the pulse. I want to understand what's going right and wrong um, and engage with our customers around those kind of friction points. The other reason is that, you know, breaking news, that's where breaking news happens these days. So I've always, I use Twitter extensively as my news filter. You know, I don't watch news channels anymore. I don't read the newspaper. So, you know, I follow people that I'm, that I'm interested in, that I trust in terms of what they put out. Um, and so I use it as my source of news. And then finally, I also, I, it's a spectacular place to stand behind the best leaders in the world. You know, whether that's Elon Musk or, you know, if it's... Uh, Bezos or Warren Buffett or whoever you think is you know your your mentors and I feel like you can sort of build a personal relationship behind standing behind these guys and in some instances some of them engage and and, and communicate and educate um, and so I use it for that reason as well I'm a very experiential uh, person in that everything I've learned I've learned from other people I've always surrounded myself with the best in class because I'm pretty average and so what I, Twitter allows me to do is to stand alongside uh, and around and behind best in class whether it's tech or business or finance or just news or whatever it is so yeah I love I love Twitter I think it's it's my premium and default uh, social media you know for me Facebook's about family and friends uh, and LinkedIn, I still haven't worked out. I really, it's not, it's, it's, I know it's better for business, but for me, it's too vanilla. Uh, you know, there's a lot more color on, on Twitter, which I really enjoy. Oh man, awesome, awesome. Uh, do you have, do you have Instagram? I do, yeah. So I'm, I'm not the best photographer. I always feel like my, my, my uh, photographs are sub grade. I don't know what, I've obviously got the wrong camera, but I do, I have Instagram and, if uh, it summarized it, my Instagram posts are holidays and horses, so double H. And and I know um, one of one of the key the key reasons why we use social media, particularly at Easy as well, is it's a great way for us to break news of anything cool that's happening inside Easy. Um, I'd like for you to you know to give us a slice of what's to potentially come in the future. Yeah, you know. Look, if we talk about, let's talk about Easy Properties first, you know, we're going to have some new properties, very new, exciting properties that are going to come onto the platform. I think today the auctions, the second auction has gone live. So people that want to buy or exit some of the properties that they've invested in, uh, they can do that. So that's all live. And, you know, the run rate for Easy Properties is going to be ratcheted up. So, you know, you can expect that. Uh, we'll double the investment opportunities for easy properties in the time ahead that, versus last year. So that's creating some nice excitement and, and urgency inside that business. Inside Easy Equities, we're, we're spending a lot of time understanding our, our Australian business uh, and working on the marketing. If you follow the Aussie Twitter handle, you'll see they're trying out new campaigns and the Instagram handle, they're trying out some new stuff. And we're starting to create some traction and you know working out how what's going to work in that market. 
for South Africa, it's it's easy. It's you know the pressure to continue to grow this business at 100% year on year is is where we focused on making sure that we get people in the funnel, converted through the funnel, and then engaged and educated on the platform and understanding all of the product offerings. Uh, so lots more, lot of more effort there. And you know we talked about a million customers. They came to us over six and a half years. The next million customers are going to come to us over the next 12 months. So Easy Equities just as a business has got to meet that scale uh, and capability. So lots of focus on uh, scale, conversion, uh, etc. cetera. Um, from a, a new business opportunities perspective, what am I thinking about doing? There's a lot going around my head. It's, it's year end in August. We try and do some planning um, around what we think we're going to do next year in terms of financial year. And the things going around my head are, you know, what's next? Uh, what regions uh, and you know I've said this I've said this a few times uh, easy East Africa is starting to get real real traction we're hoping um, to be able to announce a, a deal in that region in this in this next financial year and I'm so excited about just getting stuck into East Africa and getting on the ground and building a business there um, so you can count on that and then thinking about where else we can create uh, an asset class that our customers want and the one that really I'm starting to wake up at night thinking about is is easy ventures so creating a crowdfunding platform for venture capital where our community can participate in a venture capital market and the reason i'm so passionate about it is two things one is you know in terms of democratizing access it's probably the asset class that is furthest away from us you know i've never invested in a startup um other than the ones i've done myself but uh, and I think that all of us want to play in that space. I certainly want to play more in that space. I want to invest in young, dynamic South African entrepreneurs. Um, and I'm sure I know our community do too. So we need to create a platform that harnesses on that. The other side of it is our country needs it. You know, we need a platform that makes it more easy and more accessible for good, smart South Africans to raise uh, and money and build their confidence and have access to uh, to shareholders and communicate and engage those shareholders about what they're doing. So Easy Ventures keeps climbing up in my priority list, and I you know I'd love to pull that off in the next twelve months. There's um, there's nothing stopping me from doing it except my own time, and I've just got to make sure I get to it. What else are we thinking about? We're looking at adding, uh, and hopefully we pull this off soon. I know we've been promising a lot on this, but it's proving to be more difficult. But European and UK shares coming soon. Uh, that'll be this this year still. Uh, the guys are working hard on it, and we'll get that right and list those on the platform. So more investment opportunities, uh, listed investment opportunities uh, for sure. Uh, what else have we talked about? Oh, there's great functionality that our customers have been waiting for very patiently for a long time which is orders so limit orders where you can put a stop loss or a take yeah. profit in on a stock um, that's in beta it's live on the platform there's some guys that have been invited into the beta testing and I've seen some bug bashing going on uh, that'll come out and launch pretty soon uh, you know next couple of weeks that's exciting um, as well script lending will come back soon uh, so you know we've talked we did it this time last year we ruined it We've reflected on that. We've fixed all the things that we think we got wrong. We'll relaunch that uh, in the next coming months. And then the other one that is also raising in terms of urgency is 
uh, margin lending, allowing people to, to borrow money against their investments so that they can buy more investments in a responsible way. So, you know, we're not going to offer um, seven times gearing, but a, a little bit of extra gearing so that your 100 Rand can buy your 120 Rand of stock, not uh, 100 Rand, and certainly not 300 Rand of stock. So that is something we're working on as well and, and would be a target for us to launch in the next financial year. So. I think that's it. There's lots uh, of other stuff, but those are the priority kind of projects that are getting my attention. And it's that time of year when we sit down and plan what's next. Um, and those are the things that are going around my head uh, and the team's heads right now. Jeez, there's so much to look forward to. All good news, uh, particularly for Africa, particularly for entrepreneurs, particularly for the ordinary South African that's been investing in Oz and now wants to take their money from the US all the way to Europe. And it's just so many beautiful things that are happening. And of course, you heard it here on the Easy Does It podcast, rewinding with uh, Charles Savage, our CEO, telling us what has been happening and what is to come. Uh, Charles, um, I always ask you what you're currently buying, what you're investing in uh, you know we want to follow you want to know what's going on there <laughs> what have you been buying what have you been investing in yeah i've just you know i i used the recent us sell-off just to add some brand strength to move some more money offshore and then i just added to what i've already got so you know those who listen to your show know i'm a big fan of amazon apple alibaba i bought tesla for the first time on this trip that's i i am one of those very reluctant i've held, had tesla before but a very small portion and i've been you know waiting for a good opportunity to get in so i've used this dip to get into some tesla i've been also buying the arc uh, etfs the active etfs from uh, i think so is it kathy woods i think it's kathy woods she's i think she's interviewing elon musk uh, talking about bitcoin i bought some ec10 uh in the south african portfolio uh in fact I bought a decent amount of it. I, I, I think my average entry is around here, 64, 65 Rand on EC10. I'm, my expectation on that is that it might go a bit lower, but this is a good time to buy some. So I've got a little bit of cash in the pantry, hoping that it goes a bit lower and I'll, I'll buy a bit of that. Um, and then I haven't been selling any purple shares, just so that people know, you know, purple still, 90% of everything I own is still in purple. So that's the big one that I'll keep holding on to. And the irony of being able to own a piece of purple while you're investing on easy equities have to love it. That's what we do on Easy Does It, your cool guide to investing, rewinding with Charles Savage, giving you all the big news that has come and is to come. Keep locked to our show all the time on the podcast. Easy Does It, that's how we do. A big shout out to you for hanging out with us. Don't forget to subscribe. We are on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. Let us know what you think of this episode on Twitter and Insta. Our handle is at Easy Equities.